like you better with glasses. Too bad. I like me better without them. Hey, pretty fans! Welcome to another episode of the Better With Glasses podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bazalia, and with me is Casey. Hey, hey. And today, we are here to do a continuation of our miniseries. Episode number two of Other Conrads. Woohoo! Yes, I'm pop a bottle, I'll be back. <laughs> so the very first Other Conrads episode we did on Pacey Witter. Yep, and this one is going to be on the Gilmore Girls' own Jess Mariano. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got it. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, a lot of vowels in there. Shout out the Italian and the Stallion. Milo Mariano, Yeah, Milo, Milo Mantamiglia. Are you saying that wrong on purpose? I said it yesterday on purpose, and I was like, oh, I just flipped the the V and the M. Odd. Now he has a G in his name, but it's Milo Milo Ventimiglia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were listening to a podcast yesterday, and. uh Hearing him pronounce it, I was like, oh, he's got the lasagna thing going on. Yeah, which which you also have in your family. I do. So my last name, Pizzalia, uh, the, you know, back in the old country, there was a G thrown in there that was silent, but eventually they just took out the G. Some of the Pizzalias, though, still have the G. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, the old heads, the ones that, you know, the very traditional Pizzalias out there. But it's not pronounced Pazaglia, right? So for a really long time, I was saying Milo Ventimiglia. Right. But it's not. And as Lil Wayne would say, all my G's move in silence like lasagna. As they would say. As they would say, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So do you want to give a brief synopsis of other Conrads and where you got the idea from and why we're doing it? I mean, yeah. It's just Vicky picks a side with certain shows and feels strongly about, you know, a a ship so to speak oh yeah and it, it almost outweighs your interest in the show i would say i think you're it's a part of the show it's a yeah, big part it's of like, the show you know a lot of like is it good is depend is is like is it going my ship's way i guess no okay i have okay. had i've had shows before where it didn't necessarily go my ship's way and i still love the show yeah but even without that you have a, you know, a, a side chosen for sure. Right. And I think in the summer I turned pretty, which Better With Glasses is about, you have a, a side. And now I'm like, there's a whole bunch of other ones out there. And we're going to explore well, them during this downtime of okay. in between seasons. Well, we like sports, right? So it just it's one of those things where I can appreciate a sport. I can go to a sporting event and have a good time. But when it's your team and you have something to root for and it's like more than just watching a game, it's more than just that moment. Like you have a physical, emotional, completely chaotic attachment to it. Like you care a lot, lot more. There are stakes. Yeah. 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 There there are stakes. And of course, those stakes are made up in our own minds and our own heads. But it doesn't even need to be like a ship. It could be any it's just the attachment to the show and wanting it to go the way that you want it to go oh yeah exactly right like like reading a book you read a book and you think it's going to go one way and you just keep reading and keep reading and keep reading because you want to know how it ends yeah for example succession you don't choose there's no relationship you're choosing who you want to be the chosen one right for the company or uh the game of thrones who you want to be the king of the right who, wants to sit on the throne. who, who wins yeah. i mean yeah i think in every 
it sounds bad to say, but in every situation, there's always a who's win, who wins to it. Sure. And in shows and TV and movies where they specifically choose to set up a triangle, or in this case, a little square, there is definitely going to be a winner and a loser. Uh, so, all right, let's get down to let's get down to it, there, okay. girl. So the show is Gilmore Girls. Yes, tell me about the the square, so to speak. Okay, so what's interesting about Gilmore Girls is there's almost three phases of the show itself. So if you're Gilmore Girls fans out there, which I know a lot of the Summer I Turn Pretty fans are also Gilmore Girls fans, right along with me, I think about it in three separate parts. There's Rory in high school, there, which I I perceive like belly at the current state. Then there's Rory in college and then there's the reboot that they did on netflix which is a year in the life excellent yeah if you don't know the show you've seen the you know on netflix it's a a woman and a younger woman who are they all right so the entire story is about the two lorelei gilmores uh lorelei is the mother she had her daughter rory short for lorelei hold on rory is short for lorelei yeah I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So there's a mother and a daughter. They live in this beautiful town. Yeah. So the the whole point is that the mother had Rory when she was very, very young. So the entire point of the show is that they act a lot more like sisters. Yeah. And they don't have a normal mother-daughter relationship. The writing is great. Yeah. They're best friends. So at the time that you meet Rory, she's 15 years old. Kind of like Belly. Right? Like, it's a coming of age. Like, she's Certainly. 15. She's very, very nice, like good she, girl. She's about to get into this really good school, but what's holding her back is a, a boy comes up. Is, yeah. Is uh, Dean Forrester moves to Stars Hollow from Chicago. And he is number one in the points of the triangle. Well, he's number one in more of, like, the points of the square, but yes. Right. He's the starting point. Yeah. Well, the second after after Rory. Yes. Okay. Uh, so they're, you know, having their little puppy love, right? Yeah. Season one is really all about Dean and Rory and Rory having a first love, right? Yep. Like all the all the puppy dog feelings and what's what's endearing about it is that she's so close with her mom that whereas a lot of teenage girls don't necessarily open up to their moms about literally everything. She does that with Lorelai. And Lorelai really loves Dean. Like Dean is just like a nice all-American boy, like really nice, treats Rory well. He builds her a car. So like we'll go into just kind of like the big moments of like what each shipping team says, but he's really tall. He, yeah, he's tall. Works at the grocery store. Tall, dark, handsome, works at the grocery store. Does he play sports, this guy? He plays sports, yeah. My kind of guy. Yeah. He plays He plays hockey, most notably. Did you ever work at a supermarket? I've never worked at a supermarket. Have you? Me either. No, I worked in the basement of a supermarket one time, uh, painting a wall. Mm. It was like a side job, but... There's a, yeah, he's like a magic behind the supermarket. Yeah, he's kind of like a stock boy there. Um, There's a cute like symbol between the two of them, which is like cornstarch. There's a whole thing. Shallots. Not shallots. Okay. All right. He just just learned what a shallot was. Oh, yeah. I'm big into shallots now. (laughs) Uh, So that's established now. And then like the Fonz comes in. 
The Fonz. The Fonz being Jess Mariano. I don't know if the demographic of our listeners okay, knows true. the Fonz. You're going all the way back to the okay. 50s? Leather jacket. <laughs> Leather jacket. Listen, Happy Days wasn't in the 50s. It was set in the it's 50s. set in the 50s. Okay, okay all right. Uh, if you don't know who uh, the Fonz is, go... Bad boy, a leather jacket, cool go, yeah, guy, not like... Happy Days, which, oh, by the way, is another show about high schoolers yeah. from a long time ago. I I think of him more as like... Yeah. Like he, it's a James Dean, like, bad boy entering yeah. picture. You know, not as clean cut, humble, apple pie kind of good guy he's not your all-american boy like he's and he's not supposed to be right during high school she also meets jess who is a dog luke's yep who is luke's nephew who he's totally like the quintessential uh quintessential old school like how the writing used to go is like he was actually set up as a bad boy and we've talked about this before. It's like, I don't think of Conrad as the bad boy. He's just kind of like, he acts like a jerk in season one. Jess, but what's so funny about his, not just about him, but about his backstory is like, Stars Hollow, this teeny tiny small town full of like weird and quirky people. Very all, hallmark. Yeah, very hallmark, picturesque town they like have hay rides and festivals and like they constantly have like little events going on to like raise money for the bridge it's like one of those little towns and that's where rory grew up but jess is from the big apple the hood and he's not from the hood <laughs> but he's from new york city he, you know raised by a single mom he is having some trouble in school. He's getting into trouble, getting into fights and stuff like that. So they ship him off to go live with his uncle, who very is, fresh prince, who's Luke Danes. Actually, kind of, <laughs> kind of fresh prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is ironic because Milo Ventimiglia's first role was actually on oh, the Fresh true. Prince of Bel Air. That's true. Wow. Look at that. Full circle. So they are now a triangle. They are now a triangle because as soon as Jess, hitting it all. yeah, as soon as Jess gets to town, she's like. Again, she's a, I guess at this point, she's like 16, 17. She's 17 and- Taken by the cool guy act. Yeah. A lot in common too. They actually they actually have a lot in common. And I always think that like, she's very quick witted and her and her mom have this like sarcastic, fast talking, like banter thing. And Jess, not that Dean isn't smart, but like the way that it's written, Dean is very like, Bleh. Yeah, Dean and- couldn't keep up with her like, her references yeah and shit. yeah and and jess is also very very smart very quick-witted and keeps up at least with the sarcasm he does it in a bit of a jerkish way but yeah there's an immediate connection between him and rory they vibe on music on books he's very sarcastic anyway rory ends up liking Jess, they're thrown together in a lot of different scenarios, instances. Dean starts to become jealous of Jess for all the right reasons because Rory's kind of slipping away. End of season two. Long story short, Jess gets into an accident driving Rory's car. The town freaks out, uh, Dean included. And Luke says, I can't do it anymore. Ships Jess back to live with his mom in New York. So he's gone. At Suki's wedding at the end of season two, Jess comes to the wedding and tells Rory that he's moved back. He's clearly moved back 
because of her. He doesn't say that. She kisses him. She's still with Dean. So she kisses him. So there is the very first establishment of love triangle, what I'm going to call number one, Dean versus Jess with Rory. But it's been brewing for a while. It's It's been, well, it's been brewing for a while. It actually brews all the way up until the middle of season three. Because mm-hmm. even after that kiss, Rory, who's trying to be good, she has feelings for Jess, but she decides to kind of try to bury her feelings and stay with Dean. Bookish, smart girl, and now she has two guys who are interested in her, and she ends up in this love triangle. Okay. So you've mentioned a square earlier. Mm-hmm. When does the fourth part of the square come in? Yep. So that's why earlier on I was talking about the different phases of it. So high school Rory love triangle is Rory, Dean, Jess. You get to college, and for a while- Jess has exited stage left now. Yes. He- yeah. Jess exits and like pops up every now and again, but like Rory and Dean were together. Then Rory and Jess were together. Jess hits the freaking road. Now she goes to college. Now she goes to college. And now other dude enters. Well, interestingly enough, Rory gets to college. She does meet Logan. They don't really have a thing. Rory ends up back with Dean. I know. So during college, Jess pops back up, tells her that he's in love with her. She's over it. Dean is also still in love with her. So then she is dating Dean, hanging out with Logan, gets pulled into kind of like the very lavish party boy rat life and death brigade world of Logan. And she finds herself being charmed by Logan more often than not. So Dean breaks up with Rory because he like starts to realize that like he doesn't fit into her world. This is in college. Dean, who is married, breaks up with Rory. They break off. Break off their entanglement. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. That's why that's why I have to kind of call it a square because like Dean lingers into the college years and like has a, a very brief stint where it's like Rory's dating Dean, but she is now hanging out with Logan. Dean now Dean exits stage left because he's just like you're in college this isn't fitting and Dean always has this like inferiority complex about money and wealth and Logan is cut from the same cloth as the Gilmores and when I say the Gilmores I don't mean Lorelai but like her sure grandparents okay so who had the longest so so now we have established three love interests for rory right who's got i feel like the last guy had the longest uh stay had the longest tenure well with the job if you know what i mean truly yes because rory was in college so there's seven seasons there's right there's seven seasons and then there's the year in the life thing so yeah he got four seasons with like going comparing it to the summer i turned pretty like if you add up all the time together Mm-hmm. Jeremiah is like the leader of the um you know tenure because he he had of the time long, with time Belly? with Bella yeah because they had like that big two year period that no one can even match oh yeah and yeah. then it, yeah it, oh yeah guy for sure has the same kind of thing going yeah okay so that's now everyone knows that now uh the weird thing about this show mm-hmm. is that they had like seven seasons it ended and then 
10 years later, they did like a big new, like an updated series. Yep. So where did it leave off at the end of the initial run of the show? Yeah. Where does it leave off after? Insofar as a triangle? Yeah, yeah like okay. who's still alive, who's dead? Yeah, well. <laughs> Where's it going? Who's dead? Well, that's the thing is that season seven, I mean, talk about the writing of season seven, but it was not the same writers and the show just. Writer strikes been going on forever, guys. Just wasn't the same. Yeah. Dean wasn't in season seven, barely at all. And Jess wasn't in season seven at all. So you're kind of left to believe that the triangle is dead. The triangle is over. Oh, shit. Yeah. So is that is that why people say the writing sucks in season seven or is it? Just a whole bunch of Jeff shippers pissed off about not. I think, okay, so here's the deal. By season six, you pretty much realize that like Dean and Rory are likely not going to be a thing. There's a there's a while in college where he is still like the chivalrous like guy that she calls back from home that she can trust, that she can talk to, mm-hmm. you know, when she's left at a party or when she's feeling sad, et cetera, et cetera. There's that. But by the time it's season six, season seven, like you don't see a lot of, of Dean. What you do see is in season six, which you watched that episode yesterday, there's a little bit of love triangle-ish that's also happening now between Jess and Logan and oh, yeah, great Rory. Yeah, great episode. Because in season six, the writers just keep popping Jess back up. And it's hard to see if it's just out of convenience. You know, Milo is a very good actor. So it's I think they're just kind of like, if we can get him, let's get him. The other dude is a good actor too. The guy who plays Logan. Oh, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Where's I going with that? Uh, I mean, but he's also Luke's nephew. So like Luke is dating Lorelai. Like he he's he kind pop. of like, he's kind of always going to be around. He can pop in and not. At, at any, yeah. At any point in time. It doesn't have to be about the triangle, but he can always kind of be there. So, but he pops back up. And the reason that I find significance in this and other people that are not Team Jess would probably disagree. The reason that I am Team Jess is because the later Jess that's not high school Jess, once he's like kind of like figured things out, he didn't graduate from school. He went and wrote a book. He is working a stable job at like a, you know, publishing, like I think it's like a press. Sure. He's like got his shit semi together and enter Rory, who always had her shit together when she was in high school, is like not the not the version of Rory that we like. Like I was very, very upset with Rory but during their, season but six. But their chemistry was always good, even when he was not so stable. So now that he is stable, it's like, okay, their chemistry's always been good. Things are lining up, so maybe we'll get to that when I kind of like compare him to Conrad, but it's like, yeah, like to a degree, like I liked him as the love interest when he was in high school, but he had a lot of growing up to do. Like he had some shit he needed to deal with and he didn't handle the relationship well and he fucked it up and she got to the point where she's just like, I'm done with it. But then he resurfaces in season six, which is what I'm getting at. And he's for the most part figured his shit out and he calls her out on her shit, which I think is really, really important. Cause at that point she dropped out of Yale. Mm-hmm. She was living with her grandmother her and Lorelai were on the out weren't talking he convinced her to go back he basically put a mirror up to her face and was like hey who the hell are you like this isn't you and there's a scene with Logan where he's like also you're like you're dating this douche with a Porsche like he says like we used to make fun of guys like this etc etc 
And I I thought he was just kind of like a catalyst at that point for like, oh, Rory, go fix your life. That's fine. Ends up happening. Here's a parallel between The Summer I Turned Pretty and the show is Rory finds out that when they were on a break, Logan slept with all these girls and she takes him back, but she still mad at him and they get into a fight she goes to see jess jess kisses her and she says the words i couldn't even cheat on him like he cheated on me and jess knows what she's doing they have a conversation about it you said that you felt like it was closure for jess yeah because she straight up told him like i love i I still love him like so basically shot down yeah any chance of her and jess so right the way that it leaves it's like they leave nicely and Mm -hmm. like to add an understanding to me Mm. like nice 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 Okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, time's not right. Right. So that, so that kind of gets to all that lead up is is basically to, you know, say that I think they wrapped up Dean fairly, right? By the time you got to season six, they weaved just back in for two episodes in season six and then like exited him out. And season seven was mostly about rory challenging logan to be less of a fuck boy not party as much like he was older than her so he graduated first and she really challenged him to like go and work at i think his dad's company and like make something of himself which he did he comes back and proposes to her at her college graduation she says no that's how the season ends it's pretty much how it ends. Yeah, I mean, it ends with her saying no to the engagement, then breaking it off. Okay, well, that leaves some doors open. And then, right. And then it basically just ends with, like, with it not being about Rory picking a guy. Because that's not what the show is about, right? It right. ends with, it actually ends with Lorelai picking Luke, which is a little bit more, like, that's a whole different love thing that other people wanted to pay off on. So they did the payoff of love on that side instead of on the Rory side. And they let Rory, you know, go live out her dream. Um, I think she was uh, getting started on, like, joining a political campaign or something like that. Okay. So, new season comes around, however many years later. Beautifully shot in HD. I recommend you go <laughs> watching it. Compared you, to, like... like it because the, the other stuff, it's good. It's just, it looks It's, like, old. made in 2003. Um, okay, so, new season. Four hours. Four seasons. A year in the life. A little more than four hours, yeah. How's that end? From a love triangle standpoint? Yeah, like, where are the guys? Yeah, they they popped up Dean. We were right, right? Like, when I say we, I mean, what I just said was pretty much right. Um, Dean and Rory are cordial, but, like, by the time Dean pops up, he's there for a very quick cameo. They run into each other in the store. It's a nice, sweet moment, but he's married, like, three kids. Mm-hmm. So... He's out. He's out. Logan. Yeah. The thing that, so my, one of my best friends and I, we watched Gilmore Girls together when we were in college and we're both team Jess. So we're watching this together, super excited 10 years later and we're texting each other and fucking Rory, we find out again, doesn't have her shit together and she is fucking around with Logan again. Goddamn. And again, falls into the same trap like before she slept with Dean when he was married. Mm-hmm. She is sleeping with Logan. Who's married. Who is engaged. Engaged, same thing. Who's engaged. And actually he has no intention of like not being engaged. Right, pretty openly. Right, pretty openly. 
And they, I guess, had some kind of arrangement where it's like, one of those like, hey, what happens in Vegas, right? Except they're in London. Like, what happens in London stays in London, which all good, fine. Like, if if you kind of yeah. like want a friends with benefits relationship. But not if you have a fiance. Not if one of them has a fiance. And also, let's say there was no fiance. Mm-hmm. Rory, who is very unstable right now, may like the idea or the comfort of being with Logan. And she may think that she's fine with a friends with benefit type thing, but that like that's not that's not who Rory is. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like it just it, you just know it's not going to work out. Um but they eventually and she figured she, that out. She eventually, yeah, she eventually breaks things off. There's a nice, sweet little like he life and death brigades her with Colin and Finn. Um, and they take her out on the town. And yeah, she basically like it's a sweet, kind of like bittersweet goodbye. It was. Which is basically like, yeah, like it's 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 done because it has to be. Oh All yeah. Also to make matters worse, he's not part of any love triangle or square or whatever pentagon shape you want, but mm-hmm. she's also dating this guy, Paul. <laughs> oh yeah, but he's insignificant and he's, he's insignificant, but she's it's just a funny joke it's 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 a joke but again it's meant to show how like lost rory is because that's also fucked up like what she's actually doing to paul is fucked up uh she then jess gets his time to shine yep so yep so jess is in the reboot um he's not in a lot of it but once again like maybe it's my other conrad eyes like zoning in on it but they give him the most substance. They do. And he inspires her to get out of her rut. He doesn't make it about anything romantic, right? Like he just gives her some sage advice at the time that she needs it most. And even though it kind of stirs things up and causes a riff with Lorelai, like what he says to her really resonates and she really wants to do it, which is writing yeah, the book. a book. And, and coming from him, like that's a big deal because – their connection in high school was about books and literature and he went and wrote a book. He works at a press. Like it makes sense. Yeah. It's not just fan service is what I'm saying. It's like, it, it actually makes sense. No, you can see it in her. It's very important to her. And, yeah. And then at the end of the show, the end of everything the last, so far, one of the very last scenes of the show. So the last guy standing, so to speak, like the last scene you see is actually with Jess and Rory. It's the day before Luke and Lorelai's official wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, Rory has now written. So she's writing a book, which is a story of her and Lorelai. And she had written three chapters. Lorelai gave her blessing finally that she could write this book. Rory's super excited. She runs out as Luke is saying goodbye to Jess. And she kind of like jumps up and down and shakes him and hugs him and says, hey, look, the first three chapters. And it's actually Luke who's like, what's going on there? And he's trying to play it off. And he's like, just an inside joke between us. And then Luke actually says it like he says, like, what's going on there? Are you you're not over that? And he basically does the I don't know what you're talking about. And then you see him have a longing look into the window as he's watching her. So you can tell, you know, you can't, I'm not going to say that Rory's in love with Jess, but Jess is definitely still in love with Rory. And the, I think there is that still simmering under this, under the surface yeah. for the future. I think you could make a reasonable argument that yes, they do 
could find their way to each other. Mm-hmm. But let's not forget this. The final thing we see is not <laughs> Jess and Rory and the longing look through the window. Yeah. The final thing we see. Well, is... that's, a, that's the last thing that we see with, with the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the final thing we see is Rory and her mom and Rory telling her mom that she is pregnant. Pregnant. So from what we've seen on the screen, Jess certainly isn't involved with that. Because who, they didn't have sex. Yeah. yeah. But who is, is this other guy, Logan, who had shared that bittersweet night we talked about mm-hmm. a couple of days earlier. And then there's a couple other people who it could be mixed in there. <laughs> right. So like, Paul yeah, or yeah, it could be, there's a one night stand. Paul, there's a one night stand that she had. There's Logan. But yeah, so that leaves the door for, I think, two different directions where it could go if they were to continue making content. Now, let's clear this up first. Okay. Are there girlies and people boys out there who are still pounding their fists on the table for dean yes yeah even after we saw what we saw yeah i there or is it just like oh rory messed up i know it'll never happen but dean should have been the guy okay i think it's more of that okay i i I think i think it's more of that for sure the the thing about it is that there's the the show has been on for so long and they always talk about how they're like new generations like there are 10 year olds right now who are watching gilmore girls and it's their favorite show so there's always a resurgence right like when you watch it from start to finish and you haven't even met logan yet yeah people are like oh my god dean's so great i love dean so like when you read i think you pulled up a article and you read something on screen rant or something and like they were like doing different categories oh, that was and, like, video, yeah. and each person was winning a category and i think that when the, all the points added up it was actually dean that won a lot of the categories so yeah like the the fan base is still uh it's all about the eye test man i agree with you okay i agree with you so i can be actually i'm a liar i was gonna say i can be objective in that like i can watch a show and be like i i may not pick that guy for myself but i would pick that guy for the character i was calling bullshit on myself a little bit because I tend to pick the guys for the character that I would pick for myself. But there are people out there who are like, yes, probably not a good fit for Rory, but he was the best of all the boyfriends. I disagree because of the cheating thing, because as we've talked about many times on this podcast, I don't like that. Well, and Jess never cheated on Rory. Exactly. Or was never cheating on... Exactly. Jess is the only one who didn't cheat on her. There was no cheating involved with yeah. Jess. And with other all the other guys, there was. Okay, so... Got the Dean question out of the way. Are there still two camps? Wait, can I ask you a question? Fire away. So part of doing this is that I also get to show these shows to you and these characters to you. Were you out on Dean right away? Just from like the glimpses that you saw? Yeah, not a big Dean guy. Okay. Well, you didn't even see like the parts. There's (laughs) the, the parts where I started to be out on Dean, which you didn't see is like actually in season two when Jess shows up. But like Dean gets kind of like, weird and clingy and like pouty and like and it just was a big turn off i mean just yeah just is the coolest dude first yeah. of all yeah him and uh rory have the best conversation chemistry. yeah chemistry conversations those kinds of banter things. yeah all of that and i i didn't like logan at first because i thought the whole scene was not where rory needed to be well that's that's but i did love the actor who played logan because he did it so well yeah he really stepped up to the challenge with some thick, robust material and <laughs> delivered uh, his asshole-ish lines perfectly. Right, right. Like, just look back to the Jess and Logan scene at the bar. 
mm-hmm. that shit is so good yeah it's excellent yeah let me hear your balalaikas ringing out like one of my favorite episodes just makes a return but him and logan at that bar they're really good so are there two yeah by by the time you get towards the end or where we are now the triangle is very staunchly team logan versus team jess okay what are the benefits for team logan play the other side Mm, team logan i mean he's engaged to someone else that would be like the the (laughs) argument against yeah like i I can go all day on the against i okay i'll be honest with you they have the longest uh tenure together right i'll be honest with you i did not i didn't like the college years for rory but that's because watching rory and myself in college it was like it was almost like she was going through things that I hadn't gone through myself yet and me and Rory are very similar in that like I was very much a prude very much goody two-shoes very like focused on school and not on boys and like my first love was gonna be my forever love because why would you have 18 boyfriends in your life you know like that's just kind of like my very naive thinking so when I watched Rory go to college I hadn't really experienced college yet so I was very very judgmental of Rory I was I I I really disliked the dean stuff I really disliked her drinking and partying and like quitting Yale so I was very very negative on that stuff And in a weird way, I blamed Logan for a lot of it. And watching it back now in my 30s, I'm like, she has autonomy. She has her own decision making. She didn't have to be dragged down. And it wasn't necessarily Logan's fault. But yes, he exposed her to that world. And it was her first time not being completely buttoned up. And that's what I'll say about Logan, right? Logan himself, the pro is that he's very nice. He's very charming. The other side of the same coin is he's very smarmy and he gets away with a lot of things. And he's- Financially stable. He is very financially stable, but it's it's like he resents being rich, but then uses being rich as like- his personality so it's very very hard to get a true grasp of what the guy is what people who are team logan will say is that by the end of it all they think that rory actually changed logan for the better okay so she challenged him to work hard not just like take things on a silver platter she challenged him to stand up to his dad he was never in a monogamous relationship like he didn't feel the need to be somebody's boyfriend and he liked Rory so much that he was willing to do that for her so like people who like them together like them together for all of that character development and growth that they both experienced in that weird part of life called college gotcha I still think it's I think the correct choice is Jess Mm-hmm. but this pregnancy could throw a wrench in that because he's engaged to this person right now, whoever mm-hmm. it is. Odette, I think it is. Yeah. If it is Logan's baby, the fiance is going to drop him because mm-hmm. he got some girl pregnant while they were engaged, mm-hmm. assuming he tells her. Right, <laughs> right. And then I think it would lead them to 
potentially be together. Right. That's one way of writing it. Another Wait. way would be oh, okay. Another way would be that it's she it, it, Logan it was uh Jess is Rory's Luke. Mm-hmm. Because Luke and Rory's mom, Lorelai, are very happy. Mm-hmm. And there's a stepchild involved there, Rory being that. Sort of, yeah. That he basically treated like Rory, Rory right. like so his daughter. Jess could possibly play that same well role. Yeah. Well, you didn't want me to... I, I don't know if you didn't want me to tell you yesterday because you thought it might like step on the episode that we're doing or like your gut reaction to it. But one very important thing scene that you missed is a scene in the reboot mm-hmm. right before... Rory tells Lorelai that she's pregnant. We're supposed to believe that she already knows that she's pregnant in retrospect because she goes to see her dad and she's like, I have a very important question to ask you. We're supposed to think that she is doing research for her book. Okay. When you find out that she's pregnant, it makes more sense. But she goes to her dad and she says, Did you regret not having a chance to be in my life because mom left you out of it? And he says something like, I never really had a choice. He's like, whether your mom let me in or not, it didn't really matter. Like, you and your mom were like soulmates. Like, nothing was getting in the way of you two. So so he was basically saying, like, I don't necessarily regret it, but if things were different, would I think that it would be different? Like, no. So I don't know that Rory has any intention of telling Logan. If it is Logan's, she went and asked her dad for confirmation. I don't think she has any intention of telling Logan using it as a way for him to like call off his engagement like right but what's the right thing to do let the father know that he's the father right but let the father know that he's the father but i don't think she's going to do it in a way where she's pressuring him to like that's what lorelei did lorelei was like i'm having this child it is my child but she knew who the dad was right yeah yeah. but yeah the dad dad knew yeah everybody's going to be in the know. I'm just saying, I don't think Roy's going to use it as some bargaining chip to like I don't get think him she back. would either, but I'm just saying once she tells it, passes along that information yeah, to Logan, yeah, you'd think that it would somehow come up in their conversation with his current fiance it, that he got someone else pregnant. She would then probably find out that he cheated and call it off. Sure, yes. And then... Yes, it leaves, yes, it leaves ambiguity for sure. Okay, so you're taking that conversation with the dad to say, I don't care what happens in Logan's life. I don't want him. I don't want him to be a part of this. Yeah, like be like be a part of the child's life as much as you want, but whether you are or aren't going to be a part of the child's life is not going to sway my decision. And she needed to know that. And like, that's kind of the parallel that Amy Sherman Palladino was kind of talking about. Like she, I told you, she always said she knew the last three words of the finale. And she, it, she was pissed because she didn't get to write the last season of Gilmore Girls. And when she did the reboot, she's like, no, this is my chance. Like I already knew how it was going to end. And this is how it's going to end. Any chance that. And if that's the case, the parallels are just so strong. It really does solidify that the Jess character was always going to be a part of the triangle and that Logan was always going to be a part of the triangle because the Lorelai Luke Christopher triangle is like, it's an exact mapping, which really means unfortunately that Dean never had a shot. Or I could paint this picture for you. Mm-hmm. The new Gilmore girls is coming out. 
you sit down to watch it, it opens up in a flashback. <laughs> okay. The night after Jess told Rory about the book idea and what she needs to do. They hook up. They decide, I think we should have dinner, maybe a couple drinks. <laughs> this leads to another thing. They end up back at one of their old haunts. Mm-hmm. One thing leads to another. And what do you know? They're horizontal. <laughs> if that's the case, then the choice are if that's current times. If that's the case, then the choice is already made. Jess and Rory living happily ever after. Right. Yeah, if that's the case, I like barely need to see a reboot. I would just need to know that that scene happened and that's it. Because he's in love with her. Like so he and he's not going to be a deadbeat dad and he's going to be there for the kid and I don't know. Those two crazy kids belong together. I agree. I agree. I just think I totally agree. I, I would root for them, but when I heard that last line, I'm like, oh man, that opens the door for another. They like, if you're thinking about keeping these two ship teams mm-hmm. alive, mm-hmm. it did open the door to have give both sides hope. Right. Um. So you asked this in the last other Conrad's episode. Do you think Rory Gilmore is worth it? Like, is she worth all the. Is the juice guys? worth the squeeze or whatever? Yeah. Like, like she has all these guys fawning over, cheating on their wives and their girlfriends with her like absolutely i mean she is got a very good head on her shoulders she's very quick-witted and smart Mm -hmm. very pretty um bookish bookish yep you know she definitely funny she's funny she went through a lot of things she had a rebellious streak in her in college uh you could say it's because of some of class issues maybe some of the divorce stuff uh, how she was raised in, in a very, yeah, you know, there's some dysfunction there. It could be any of those things, uh, but or it could just be classic rebellious nature because she right. was sheltered from it and, and whatever. Well, the one thing that I'll say is like it comes up a lot, which is like Lorelai was rebellious. Lorelai, like, is she because Lorelai grew up totally like overprotected and you have to be prim and proper and Lorelai was extremely rebellious so it comes up a lot in Rory's childhood like I set one shitty example for you and you have no choice but to follow it like when she meets Jess you heard she was like um does he have a motorcycle or no when it's Dean it's Dean she's like it's her first crush ever and she's like does he have a motorcycle if you're gonna throw your life away he better have a motorcycle when Jess comes to town she's like Oh, yep, just like me. Everybody has to have a bad boy phase. Like she throws a lot of that stuff at Rory and Rory tries her best to like quote unquote be good. And then it's just a matter of time before Rory got a little not so squeaky clean. Yeah, she has she went through a lot of stuff. And everyone does, a lot of people do. Uh, but the last time we see her, she's thir- early 30s mm-hmm. and really starting to figure out Yale graduate. We're writing for the New Yorker, you know, in between jobs at the moment, but she's really finding her passion with this book idea. And I think that once she can decide, uh, I, I think it's good that the doors have closed on Logan and Dean and Jess even, mm-hmm. and she can focus on herself. Well, that's how, that was the point. Like that was kind of how they wrapped up season seven. Right, is that she chose her career. She didn't 
make a choice about a guy but she ends up going back to him anyway so it's like right so that, that but, uh, yeah but that again i just can't keep i keep going back to it but that was amy sherman paladino being like that's not how i wanted it to end i had a very specific vision of how it was going to end and this is how it's going to end history repeating itself but i also don't know like they made season seven the last season but i don't know if it's that's because the writers were just rushing to like finish it out because it wasn't their story to begin with they just had to come in and finish writing it or if the ratings sucked so much because everybody had a problem with the season seven that it didn't get greenlit for another season. But I think if Amy Sherman Palladino stayed on the project, it probably would have had a correct season seven, or at least in her mind, a correct season seven, and then maybe a season eight to like tie up all the loose ends completely. But yeah, I, I definitely do like Rory. I can see comparisons or similarities with Belly as well. Like what? Everything you said. Smart good head on your shoulders uh kind of coming of age yeah getting pretty around a, a certain time and yeah i think it's funny because like in in the summer i turned pretty they make it about getting pretty but i think it's more than about getting pretty it's about like being becoming yourself becoming yourself but becoming noticed mm -hmm. is important like she got to like you know like when you're head down like you think nobody likes you nobody's paying attention to you and then you look up one day and it's like people have their eyes on you it's like a new experience right like i mean i don't know that i can necessarily i can blame belly for a lot but i can't blame her that two brothers both have a crush on her like that's not her fault and yeah it might be because she quote unquote turned pretty but like same thing with rory like she had never experienced that before and she wasn't really looking for a boyfriend, but and she got to. But yeah, I think neither neither of them are like aggressively into themselves and like like, you know. Oh, Bell yeah, Belly and Rory. Yeah, yeah neither no, of them are like Yeah, their life is not about being liked or boys. Like they're not Regina George. Yeah, they, or, yeah. And, you know, they have like a good attitude. And I think that they either of them would be a good person to bring home to you. Right. Or I mean, or you I mean even like Parents. Taylor. You mean like Taylor's like I want I, I want to wear the heels and I want to dress up and I want to put on the makeup and I big uh technical malfunction there, aka Casey kicked the wire and disconnected everything. Uh, not only disconnected but broke the charging unit that connects the audio interface to the laptop. Anyway, where were we? Thanks for not saying I did it while I was removing my blanket. <laughs> Yeah, he was all cozy on the chair here. Um, where were we? Rory's cool. Rory's cool. Rory... Belly's cool. Ooh, how about this? I was talking thinking about this yesterday, and now I'm gonna really put you on the spot. Okay. Desert Island. Okay. You have to bring one person with you. <laughs> it's Rory Gilmore or Belly Concord. Uh, mm. You took too long. On a desert island? <laughs> on a desert island, I would pick Rory. Oh, geez. This isn't the uh, If You Lead, I Will Follow podcast. This is the Better Glasses podcast. What are you doing here? I I mean, Rory would have some great conversation fodder. <laughs> that's for sure. She'd keep you entertained the entire time. Desert island, belly, you know, beach volleyball. I would, <laughs> if I'm deserted on an island, I think I want to get off the island I, and I'm oh, going to pick Rory because I feel like she's, she's super smart. I, that actually is a really good answer. Next question. 
you're on the same island, but you can't bring anyone with you. Okay. What you can bring are a streaming service or <laughs> some DVD box sets of Some Might Turn Pretty or The oh Bar Girls. Oh, my God. Um, I, if I was trying to entertain myself, I would bring The Summer I Turn Pretty. If I had no idea how long I was going to be on the deserted island, I might say Gilmore Girls, but just so you know, much. There's more like, content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking if like if, like if you were like, hey, you got to go camping tomorrow, and I'm not going to let you take your phone it, yeah, or a radio. A I, turn pretty. I would bring the summer I turn pretty. Okay, Here's but if it was like an infinite amount of time and I had to keep myself entertained, I'd probably go with the hundreds and hundreds of hours of Gilmore Girls. That's another great answer. So if you were do, like if you were doing uh here's a one in the summer I term pretty's basket, I would say. If you were drafting seasons of television mm. and you threw all the seasons of the Gilmore Girls, all the seasons of Dawson's Creek, all the seasons of the Summer I Term Pretty into a pool and you have to you know, you and me and someone else are drafting each season. Yeah. And you had first pick. Yeah. I feel like you might take, you know, the summer I term pretty season one. I would take the summer I turn pretty season one. Because that's how. That's how much I love. How much I love yeah. that season. Yeah. I mean, I, depending on the day, I might even pick season two. Damn, play. Well, season two, I get at least some Belly and Conrad. Okay. How about this? I get no, you know, season one, there's no, there's, there's lead up, but there's no payoff. How about we're going to take all those Dawson's Creek seasons and we're going to take all those summer I turn pretty seasons and we're going to throw them away. And now we're just left with seven seasons of Gilmore Girls and Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. And now you have first pick in this draft. What are you taking? Season two. Hands down season two. And everybody knows why. It's because it's the just season. I skipped season one because I'm not that into Dean and Rory's super young and naive. And, you know, it's like very... Early stages of Luke and Lorelai, but yeah, season two. You got Luke and Lorelai. You got Jess coming to town. You got Dean acting like Dean and jealous, and that's kind of fun for me. And yeah, you get to see Rory and Jess come together. Second pick. Oh, what? Of Gilmore Girls? Mm -hmm. Season two, season three, season, mm, season four? Season six, season five, season one, season seven of the regular seasons. Well, year in the life, bro. Oh, year in the life I would put after season three. I like it. You forget that I actually own these box sets. So let me tell you, I already know what seasons and episodes I watch way more of. The Very similar to if you ask me the same question about Dawson's Creek, it would be season three because it's the Joey and Pacey season. I'm not here to hide anything, guys. Like my my love for the show is mostly that, my love for that this could chip. be a uh, that could be a added in question to the end of these yeah. episodes. That's a good question. Yeah, the drafting of the seasons of the show. Yeah. Um. Anywho, any similarities between uh, Conrad and Jess that you could say, or I Logan mean, and Jeremiah? Like, do you like do? You, I mean, it doesn't have to be this way, right? Like, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't have to be this way. Conrad is a way bigger player in the summer I turn pretty than Jess is in Gilmore Girls. But that's because Gilmore Girls is not, it, it has so many different characters and it has True. such a length to it. True. I would say none of the guys are that big of a player because Luke. 
Well, yeah, okay, right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. None of the none of Rory's guys are like a huge player in it. Luke is like Luke for sure is like Conrad is what I'm saying. It's like you like from from episode one you meet Luke and you meet Lorelai and it's like I don't I, I don't even know if Rory is interested in boys right now, but like Luke and Lorelai are gonna end up together, and that's why they did that big payoff. I'd say they're both conflicted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess and Conrad. They do. They do very similar things. They like leave. The, the high school versions of themselves are very similar. They they leave when things get tough. Things get tough. There's zero communication. Zero communication. I would say mm, Jess might be a little cooler than Conrad. Cooler in different ways. Conrad's got like a a um, active coolness. Like sports and yeah, well, Jess voting. Sport. Yeah, Jess and Jess has sport. more of like the James Dean. I'll beat you with my words. Coolness. You don't think Conrad's beaten anyone with her words? No, his words. He doesn't talk. No, so, he you know, will not hard. beat anyone with his words. Okay. He, he won't. He won't fail. Uh, high school though. So yeah, that's that's Conrad's gonna have his pick of Ivies apparently and. Well, Jess Mariano. But that's okay. Jess is super smart also. He, very intelligent. That's another thing they haven't gotten. They're both very intelligent. No, I mean, not that like Some, some people aren't school people, man. Yeah, not that Logan and Jeremiah aren't, but okay. Um, yeah, and then the only other thing is uh, Jeremiah and Logan. Very charming. A lot of, a lot of similarities there. So charming, so charismatic, right? Like, like you, could, you can see why a girl would be attracted to that yeah, no, it, sure. especially in college like in college like the party boy life of the party like he's got like a gang basically he's got yeah. a gang of people porsche he's got a porsche he like really he really leans into that i've got money thing like there's a lot there's a lot to be liked but then you know that yeah i don't know if that was kind of the well you point. know rory's not all that experienced and she's trying each different type and then make a decision on what she likes best you know because dean's one type jess is another type logan's another type i will say that's the one thing that as a jess shipper i i i watched the year in the life and i'm like oh i feel like the writers are on my side they like gave us an opening and they gave him really good dialogue and they made him be the one that helps her find her way yet again but if we're really judging it, does Rory show any romantic interest in Jess at all during a year in the life? No. All that romantic interest is in Logan. So it's not to say that she shouldn't or that there isn't, but it's very innocent on Rory's end. Mm. Yeah. But we don't know. But we don't know. Could go somewhere. Yeah. So, but apparently, now that I'm thinking about it, this whole... um sort of cheating not really cheating while on a break thing gets back together with girlfriend fails to tell girlfriend that he had relations with other people while they're on their brief break in both storylines it is there you go all right people i think that's going to wrap it up here for other conrad's episode to the long-awaited second episode of other i know i know here's the good news for you hon tell me so you've had to do some deep research and you know I've I've had you watch Oh Gilmore Girls things. over Dawson's Creek. Oh. Oh big time. Yeah, so yeah. Big time. I mean, I think most people would agree. It's like the show itself even outside of the 
you know, love triangle and stuff like that. Like the characters are all really lovable. The town is super the town cute. Is lo- yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dialogue, it's just like, it's written so well. Like there's something for everyone pop culture wise. Yeah. You can it's, really sink your teeth into it. And it's a references. lot less melodramatic than, uh, than Dawson's. Career, yeah. Not as soapy. Kind of like a teen. Not teen as soap. soapy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was going to say, uh, you've been quite a champ. This was your idea, but then you've been quite a champ digging in and learning these, uh, you know, triangle points, so to speak, alongside of me. I think for the next two, you won't have to uh, do as much research. So I think we're going to, I think we have a shot at doing Paxton Hall Yoshida, and I think we got Tim Riggins. Okay. We still got to finish Friday Night Lights. I haven't seen the uh, last season, I don't think. You haven't? No. Oh, boy. You know, I never liked when Coach left to go to a different school. Yeah. Bullshit. Dylan forever, baby. Yeah. Texas forever. Texas forever. Now that said, when we do Friday Night Lights, which we might do next, it's a less it's, it's less, a one season triangle. It's a it's a one season triangle sort of, but it's more about like you said, who does Vicky choose to root for in the series and it's definitely Tim Briggs. At Better with Glasses Pod on Instagram. Better with Glasses Pod at gmail.com for any questions comments concerns thank y'all for checking us out today and for all the support over the months years and etc appreciate it guys thank you thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time